0: Hey, that's pretty good. Not nearly as good. Well, you know, it really depends what you think. Because this game, it does matter for the Raptors. I think the Bucks just won. So the Bucs will not be facing the Raptors. It looks more and more like the Raptors will be facing the 76ers. And win, with this game, the Raptors, yeah, they're going to be the fifth seed. Everything's kind of locked up on that end. But I tell you this. Uh, this game didn't matter as much to some people as the Blue Jays game where Teo just hit a 3 rod bomb opposite field. Anyway, uh, yeah, the Raptors, they defeat the Houston Rockets and move to 48 and 33. And they do it after, I would say, correctly fixing the malaise or let's say not fixing, addressing the malaise that clearly was a huge part of this game against the Rockets. The Rockets have a bunch of fun young talent. Like Kevin Porter Jr. had 35 in this game. He, he had four threes. Three of them were insanely difficult step backs. You know, Jay Gup, who also goes by Josh Christopher, he had 20. Prince Sangoon, he had 17, but failed dramatically on the defensive end, uh, which he is very famous for doing. Jay Sean Tate, you know, he's like 27, still in the Rising Stars game, still plays pretty good defense, but couldn't affect on a large scale in this one. And the Raptors, I mean, a couple standout performances, most, most notably Pascal. And then second, of course, Gary Trent Jr. had 26 and the game winning bucket. A floater over the outstretched arms of Alperen Sangoon. You know, he, he was coming to block it. Gary put it up. It fell in after a couple bounces. Not a four bounce or anything like that. Maybe two or three. And uh, yeah, he gets to 26 points, three steals, no assists, just out there gunning tonight, which is fine because the Raptors, they didn't have OG, they didn't have Fred. And they're just trying to see what they can make work. Armani Brooks is in the starting lineup. Kim Birch is in the starting lineup. And Thad, Chris, and Precious all come off of the bench, but Precious only plays 12 minutes. Utah plays basically as much as Precious did in this game, and Malachi Flynn gets the double digits. Justin Champenny comes in and cashes a three. Like, the Raptors are trying a bunch of different stuff in this game, giving a run to a bunch of different guys and probably wanted <laughs> to keep the minutes down, but Pascal ended up playing 39 and a half minutes anyway. You never escape it, really. But the Raptors, a very bad defensive game. Not one you would be super proud of. This isn't one where they're going to look at the film and say, "Look at all the great things we did here." There are some standout performances, or standout plays, maybe I should say, where you know where they're accomplishing very impressive things. A lot of court coverage, closeout, get back, contest at the rim, defensive rebound, push the ball up floor, all these types of things, of course, but for the most part this is a game where the raptors were disjointed allowed a ton of dribble penetration and allowed way more threes to the Houston Rockets than they were probably comfortable with to open the game up but then eventually you know variants came back around and i think they ended up shooting around 34 35% they hit 10 threes but the raptors for the most part allowing too much dribble penetration got the threes early and then gave up the everything else later they're just they're giving up a lot of penetration dude they they couldn't get in front of anybody and Some of that is understanding who they're facing. This is one of the worst teams in the league. It is chock full of, you know, mistake-laden guards like Kevin Porter Jr. and Jalen Green, who, you know, depending on the night, one of them is going to pop off. As it turned out in this game, it was Kevin Porter Jr. 35 points, 10 boards, 4 assists. Jalen Green, only 8 points. 3 of 10 from the floor. Kind of funny. This seems like a game, you know, they're running, they're getting up and down the floor. He might have popped off. He certainly did for that huge dunk on uh, Yuta Watanabe. And he also had a huge dunk himself. But man, it's a, a game I thought that Jalen Green might have really, you know, had had a big booming uh, stat line in. But he certainly didn't. He kind of struggled to get his own game off. And the Raptors are better for it because they only won this game by two. And yeah, so I talked about the, the defense. The Raptors were bad defensively. Did Did they ever get to a point where it was good? Yeah, in the fourth quarter, I think they did a pretty good job of really harassing a ton of stuff above the break. like Guys like Gary Trent Jr., guys like Thaddeus Young, Pascal Siakam, really getting, you know, Scotty Barnes as well, getting into dribbles, and then gang contests, gang rebounding, and just rotating low to try and take away what the Houston Rockets were getting to a bunch of the times. The short mid-range in the rim, and the short mid-range weren't particularly well uh, covered either for a large part of this game, so Really great rotation, closing out the back end of the defensive possessions with rebounds and then pushing hard to get runouts in transition. And then Pascal Siakam and Gary Trent, you know, they combined in this game for 55 points. Pascal, once again, like 29 points, 12 rebounds, seven assists, three steals on 50% shooting from the floor, only had two turnovers. These performances have become pedestrian for him, but they're truly nutty. This is a guy who is. If he doesn't make all NBA, man, I don't know. He's so there. He's he's just an all-NBA player. You can't take it from him. When I was started, when I wrote that piece, you know, to make the case for him as all NBA. And Vivek Jacob wrote his piece, and other people started weighing in and saying, here, I'm gonna make the case. We wrote these things like three weeks ago. They came out like, I don't know, two two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago. And in the time since, he's just bodied team after team like he has these incredible performances against like the celtics or the 76ers or any other number of teams any other you know whoever is in front of him he's ripping them to shreds via playmaking or via scoring and then on the defensive end as well he's just giving you so much to work with and that's that's what happened in this game less less so for the defense even though he had some really really nice stretches of defense particularly in the fourth quarter but he's still, you know, he's just one part of the machine. The Raptors want five guys on a string. That string broke over and over. But they go, man, 29 points, 12 boards. Seven. I said the stats already. He controlled from the middle of the floor. He pushed in transition when he could. He had jump shots, those little step backs in the lane. Got to his spots. hit, You know, contested fighting through contact, no free throws, lefty push shots, getting to his spot, bounce, bounce, hard dribble, hard dribble, shoulder, pop shot and in. Like, he's so clinical right now. I I just, I can't wait to see him do this in the playoffs, and I think he will be able to. Getting to his spots, making reads for himself or for others. He really drove what the Raptors were doing in this game. And then Gary as well. The 5 of 8 from downtown is really good. But similar to the other game, kind of working off of Pascal's gravity, getting downhill, super, super big deal. And for the game-winning shot, he got downhill. Gary does not get downhill very often. You know, you can, by any metric, he's, well, would you say poor? I don't know. I, I find him to be poor at it, but maybe he's better at it than everybody thinks. It's just he's very happy to kind of lean back into his fadeaways from 18 feet. But I tell you this, It certainly, he wasn't poor at it on that last possession. And on, you know, certain possessions tonight, like he blew by Uzman Garuba, who's, you know, supposed to be an athletic, young, big. And he blew by him straight down the lane for a dunk. That was really cool to see. Super fun. And so Gary, not only is shooting, a little bit of that on-ball, pick-your-pocket defense too, but getting downhill and getting to the rim a few times tonight. And there was no bigger than the game-winning shot. Because he had a game-winning shot. It wasn't a buzzer beater, but he hit a game winner. That's his 2nd a Inter-Raptors jersey. First coming against the Wizards last year. So, hell yeah, Gary, good for you. Scotty was also fun, and this is a game where they were kind of getting up and down the floor, obviously evidenced by the score, but him in the open court, some of the decision-making was really poor, especially early on in the game, but it started to get better in the second half, I thought, and especially for him just being able to, okay, I'm going to push here for myself. You know, maybe this pass needs to go out above the break and then it's to a guy, and it's a hockey assist, right? It's swing, swing, and that doesn't really show up on the box score, stuff like that. And so he started to play within himself. His length contributed to the better defense at the end too. So all, all good things for the most part. You know, I, I don't really, I'm glossing over the bad because this game just has bad packed into it because of they didn't come out there and just spank the hell out of the Rockets. And the Rockets are bad, and they should have, but they didn't. And that is perfectly understandable for Game 81, when they pretty much know what the seed is going to be. And Thad, I thought Thad was fantastic. I mean, Chris didn't have as big a game as maybe somebody would have hoped in this up and down style. And Precious, you know, Precious had a couple of nice things happen on the court, but for you know, he was a minus 28 in this game, and it's it's not his fault. You know, he he happened to be there's there's four other guys in the lineup, but Precious didn't stand out, is what I mean to say. Utah, still he struggles so much finishing through contact at the rim. That three that he took, you know, he stepped right into a late game. It didn't go well, but he played good defense, and so that that's worth its weight in gold on this roster, especially in a game like this where Utah isn't that great at recovery style defense. But as far as contain on like closeouts and stuff like that, he can settle some of the chaos defensively that the Raptors have going on, and I think that's why he had a, a positive effect in this game. Justin Champagny hit a triple, Malachi came in, you know, it wasn't an outstanding Malachi game. Again, this is kind of like the, the precious that you would think. Minus 28, is a minus 24. He didn't pop off or anything. And this is a game where had other guys been playing better defensively, he could have slid in and probably you know, had a better go of things. But he certainly wasn't turning the tide himself. And so that's kind of where that sits. But yeah, man. The Raptors close this one out and they get where they need to get. Pretty impressed with this. Reggie Evans Ward, it's that. Just has to be. I think that he's really turned a corner with this Raptors team. As I said before, he's getting to a space where he understands the scheme defensively on a level that is just, it really helps. And yeah, let's let's get out of here. But before we do that, the quick reaction comment, the top one. Raps beat a Texas team Leafs beat a Texas team. Jays now leading Texas Rangers eight seven. A fun twenty four hours so far. End quote. And that's from Hawthorne Timms. That's right, Hawthorne Timms. And I'm going to catch the end of that Jays game. Okay, thanks for tuning in, everybody. I uh, I hope you enjoyed it sincerely. A uh, a middling game at the end of the season. We'll see how the standings shake out in the days to come. Uh, thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed it. Whether you got into this in the morning or at night, have a blessed day and. Goodbye.